0: Listener
1: production. Wall
0: Street treads water as long-term interest rates fall, and Aussie shares expected to open modestly higher on Wednesday ahead of key inflation data. I'm Tom, and I'm Ryan. It's Wednesday, the 29th of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update, Ryan. We've
1: got stocks not doing all that much. The Dow just in positive territory. With similar outcomes for the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq. But solid declines where short and long-term interest rates are concerned, a two-year treasury note down nine basis points to 4.77, a 10-year down two basis points to 4.35. And that, as they say in the classics, is where the rub is. The fall in rates is helping sentiment, at least, but
0: not being reflected in a full-throated manner where stocks is concerned. Well, we continue to see that extension in declines in government bond yields. And that's on the back of hopes of potential rate cuts next year. We had a busy day of Fed speak overnight and we heard from Governor Christopher Waller and he's increasingly confident that policy is currently well positioned to slow the economy and get inflation back to 2%. A lot will hinge this week on the personal consumption expenditure data. The Fed's preferred inflation gauge that's released later this week. We also get the Beige Book snapshot on the US economy tomorrow.
1: What we tended to see in terms of where these comments made their greatest impression was that we saw the US dollar continue its downward trend. So it's at its lowest levels in almost four months uh, as we speak right now. So that's down by about 3% over the course of the month of November. And that has been quite the supportive catalyst as far as commodity prices have been concerned. So uh, for example, We've got uh, gold prices up quite nicely, uh, up by more than a percent, or, or about twenty-five odd dollars per ounce. So, trading just above the two thousand mark at two thousand and thirty-nine U.S. dollars per ounce, and that's been quite helpful as far as U.S. gold stocks have been concerned. So, Newmont is the most improved stock uh, in that cohort, up by about five
0: percent. Yes, we've seen Newmont lead the S and P five hundred overnight. And bullion prices hit a more than six-month high, and that's on the back of the retreating U.S. dollars you mentioned, Tom, and expectations that the U.S. Federal Reserve has finished hiking interest rates. Indeed, and it's also been supportive as
1: far as oil prices have been concerned. So, over the course of the last couple of days from their recent lows, oil prices have bucked up by about 4%, this session up by 2.2% to $76.56 odd, where the U.S. benchmark is
0: concerned, of course, ahead of a key meeting of OPEC and allied producers. Yes, so we get an update on November 30. And of course, there's a lot of discussions at the moment whether we'll see a rollover of the previous agreement and the extension of production cuts or a deeper cut in production. Of course, a big compromise at the moment is involving Angola and Nigeria and Africa, and they may have to accept reduced production targets for a few months if we're to get this deal over the line. The other thing that happened in the oil market as well is we did see some bad weather, some storms, and Kazakhstan, of all places, have an influence over the oil market as well. And what we did see was Kazakhstan's largest oil fill cut its daily output by 56%, and that put a bit of a flaw under the oil price as well.
1: Uh, other things
0: worth pointing out,
1: we've got the final numbers coming through for The cyber events as far as the recent shopping days have been concerned in the United States. Cyber Monday has generated a new record in terms of online spending of $12.4 billion. So that's up by 9.6% compared to the same time last year. And the whole Cyber Week period, which goes from Thanksgiving to Cyber Monday, uh, generated thirty eight billion dollars worth of sales, Ryan. So that's up by about seven point eight percent compared to the same time last year. Seems as, as the cost of living pressures
0: aren't biting too hard. Well Walmart shares were up by 1.2 percent. It's the third strongest performer on the Dow Jones index overnight, Nike is up one percent. It's the sixth strongest performer in the Dow as we speak. We also saw Crocs, the soft footwear maker climb four and a half percent, On the back of an upgrade to strong buy from Raymond James, the firm said it's more confident in the business structure entering 2024 while its price to earnings ratio is discounted while considering revenue growth expectations and not to be left out. We've also heard that the Chinese fast fashion retailer Sheen may be listing on the US stock market next year. It's valued at 66 billion US dollars. Ryan, what an important day. Looms ahead
1: of us today. The October CPI numbers, the monthly figures, albeit which carry a little less gravity, but still uh, anything with inflation in the title uh,
0: demands scrutiny. Absolutely. So, the monthly consumer price index indicator for October is expected in annualized terms to ease from 5.6% in September to 5.2% in October. That's on the pullback in fuel prices, not that you would know it at the pump these days. But certainly one of the things that stands out with this indicator and people need to be cautious with it is the fact that this indicator will measure prices for food, clothing, and accessories, electricity, gas, homewares, holidays, and accommodation this month. But a number of services such as personal, medical, transport, education, sports, recreation, property rates, water, and insurance services prices will not be collected. So this indicator, while important, should be met with some caution. And that's why people tend to continue to focus on the quarterly inflation yeah. rate. So, despite this, the market will look at it. And what we're expecting to see is prices for holiday travel and accommodation, non durable household products and petrol fall in the month. Today, the expectation is that the CPI indicator will translate into a fall of 0.1%. So, some disinflation if we do see that easing in the annualized number. And of course, that's the expectation. And if we do see a stronger than expected reading, hypothetically, a, a positive print for the month or the annualised number above five point one or five point two, let's just make it easy
1: for the listener. So you've got that um, annualised number of five point two, which is the consensus. Yeah, you get something come in at five point three. Is it? Do you just like ring up the fire brigade,
0: or do you just like breathe deeply? Well, I think, as I said, that the Reserve Bank will be uncomfortable if that happens. And certainly prices of rents, housing insurance, personal services and vehicle parts are all increasing at the moment. Mm. So they won't be pleased with that. And they've alluded to this in recent commentary around domestic inflation and services inflation at the same time. So certainly we think that if there is a catalyst for a rate hike it will be the quarterly numbers at the end of January next year. There are so many... Uh, divergent outcomes in this conversation.
1: And it's just trying to work out where the things line up. And at the moment, they line up um,
0: more towards the case for rate hikes. Well, if you look at the retail spending data yesterday, while it was weaker than expected, down 0.2% in the month of October, of course, the pull forward of spending yeah. into November for it's Black the, Friday it's the sales. the October figures. So but, that- but certainly, e-commerce firm Shopify came out and showed the point of sale sales made by its merchants in Australia during the, this year's Black Friday sales grew by 27% on a year ago. Up 27%. I mean, that is a staggering figure. So markets on the back of this are continuing to wager the Reserve Bank will hold steady next month. but There is a 60% probability they'll have to raise rates again early next year, And the Aussie dollar is on a bit of a tear on the back of this. It
1: is indeed. So uh, a big day ahead of us uh, whenever there's an inflation report. So uh, good luck with that. That's uh, 11.30 for people who will be paying attention to that. And as we pointed out earlier, the Aussie dollar doing particularly well. So it has been as high as 66.7 during the session. It's pulled back a little bit and it's
0: trading at 66.4 US cents. And just look out for the Reserve Bank of New Zealand today. It hands down its interest rate decision that's set to leave interest rates unchanged for a full straight month at a massive 5.5%. Indeed, uh, an organisation that perhaps has taken their
1: inflation-fighting task a little more seriously than the Reserve Bank. Thank you so much for keeping us company this morning. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.